It's making headlines across the globe and Singapore has seen its first imported cases. Is Singapore prepared to handle this? About 36% of the current uh, spate of infections uh, worldwide end up hospitalised, but the mortality rate uh, is still uh, around 1% for this version. Monkeypox, how concerned should we be in the region? A new podcast from International SOS. This is the first imported monkeypox infection detected in Singapore since 2019. And earlier this month, a traveller who transited through Singapore to Australia had also tested positive. Should organisations be worried, especially with the influx of travel during the recent mid-year holidays? Joining us today is Dr. Lo Kiang Wei, Medical Director for International SOS based in Singapore. Dr. Lo, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Can you share how is monkeypox trending across the region and the globe right now? Yeah, so I, I think we've all seen it in the media. There's increasing cases, more than 2,500 cases reported of Africa, where it's usually endemic, and it's increased in both uh, locations as well. Uh, since May, we've seen it in Europe, America, Australia, Israel. But earlier this month, we've seen the first confirmed case in Singapore, um, in Southeast Asia, as well as uh, in Asia and South Korea as well. So all the cases currently sequenced are of the same version as West African version, which has a purported lower mortality, but there are three different genomes circulating. And a lot of the cases at the current moment uh, consist of patients who are male, younger, and presenting with classical uh, skin lesions. So that uh, falls into the classical uh, definitions. Given Singapore has lifted a lot of restrictions, we are seeing more gatherings, festivals and weddings. Can this cause an increased spread? How is monkeypox actually transmitted? So it's different from uh, COVID that we've been very used to in the last uh, two years or so. It's not typically transmissible human to human, uh, mainly because it requires a very large dose of the virus. Um, it's currently unclear whether this episode is driven by mutations, human behaviour or new hosts. But what we do know about monkeypox is that it's transmitted through body fluids. Usually this, this includes skin lesions, scabs, uh, rash, uh, other body fluids as well. It's mainly passed on through close contact or contact with clothing or linens used by a person who has had monkeypox. So um, you do need to have uh, a lot closer and a lot longer contact with a person um, before you can get monkeypox as com compared to COVID, which we have been very familiar with. Even though it's not easily transmissible human to human, I'm sure many would still want to know, how should I protect myself and my employees? So there will be uh, individual measures that we can use and uh, measures we can uh, use at the workplace. I think for the individual measures, uh, we know that this is a... Uh, uh, infection that comes from animals, so definitely uh, avoiding contact with uh, infected animals. I know that is not easy, but in a region where you know there is uh, infection going around the animal population, if you see uh, animals who are sick and all that, definitely we, we try to avoid contact with them to avoid the virus jumping from animal to a human host. Uh, Cooking-wise, uh, if you're cooking uh, animal meats and all that, uh, we want to ensure that uh, the foods are all cooked, especially those that contain uh, animal meats or parts as well. Uh, at an individual hygiene level, uh, 
things that we have become uh, very accustomed to during COVID, washing your hands frequently with soap and water, wearing a mask that covers your mouth and nose when around others, and cleaning and disinfecting uh, frequently touched surfaces definitely uh, will help to mitigate the risk as well. There is a known association with sexual activity, so uh, practicing safe sex practices uh, at the current moment uh, is even more paramount. Um, we will try also uh, to avoid contact with people who may be infected with the virus as well as avoiding contact with bathing and other materials contaminated with the virus. But if you have to care for a loved one or a family member or if you're a healthcare worker, then definitely this is where the personal protective equipment uh, comes in as well uh, with regards to the mask, the face shield, the gloves and all that kind of uh, normal things that we know uh, comes into play. Uh, on the workplace front, uh, on top of the normal COVID mitigation measures like hygiene, like contact tracing, um, ventilation and filtration, uh, improving the air quality will help with reducing spread as well. So that sounds like for companies, you should just keep up the safe management measures which you are already used to from COVID. And now Dr. Lo, what symptoms should I be looking out for? So incubation, which is the time from exposure to having symptoms, is usually 7 to 14 days. It can be as long as 21 days, but that's uh, not usually the norm. It's usually a mild self-limiting illness, meaning it will get better by itself. You may feel terrible for a day or two, but it improves by itself. Initial symptoms are non-specific. It's very flu-like, so it's hard to differentiate it from other uh, infections. You get things like fever, chills, you feel very tired, headache, maybe some swollen lymph nodes, and you, have, you feel a little bit uh, non-specific weakness as well. Um, the kicker is when it later progresses into a rash, usually after three or four days, and patients develop lesions that can blister and scab all over the body. And this usually lasts about two to four weeks. So as I mentioned before, most cases are mild or moderate. People usually recover in two to four weeks. Uh, and you are taught to be infectious until all the crust has fallen off. But some authorities advise sexual precautions uh, for a further eight weeks as well. So knowing all that, how concerned should we be about the disease in Singapore? The disease can be severe uh, for some, especially uh, in young children and people with uh, deficient uh, immune systems. These groups of population are at higher risk of severe disease, but these are the same groups that we were worried about for other diseases as well, including COVID. Most uh, individuals, as I mentioned before, uh, will have a mild self-limiting illness. They will get better by themselves. We have some data on this as well. So. Um, about 36% of the current uh, spate of infections uh, worldwide end up hospitalized, but the mortality rate uh, is still uh, around 1% for this version, which is the Western African version of the monkeypox virus. Um, we have drawn on some previous data that we can see in 2003, there was an outbreak in the US, uh, there were about 26% people hospitalized, about 50% uh, had severe disease, but no fatalities uh, then. And we had one case in Singapore in 2019 as well, where uh, this was one individual uh, where we hospitalized and treated him, but uh, did not progress to any mortality. So is monkeypox treatable? For most patients, uh, they will be given what we call symptomatic treatment. So uh, medications to help with the fever, medications to help with the muscle aches, uh, for example. Um, there is also a post-exposure vaccination. This is uh, when we give the vaccine after you've been exposed or you've been confirmed with the disease. Uh, it's helpful, uh, mainly uh, if you give it early enough, between 14 and 14 days. It can also help to reduce but not entirely prevent symptoms. 
there are also therapeutics uh, that have been developed uh, mainly for smallpox but applicable uh, to monkeypox as well uh, and also advanced therapies like immunoglobulin that are that are applicable to this disease. Thank you very much Dr. Lo for providing your insights and all the information on monkeypox. This has been Shazlina from International SOS. Thank you for tuning in into our monkeypox podcast. <laughs>